0: This is Living While Dying, an ALS story from Minnesota Public Radio News. I'm Kathy Warzer. When I first started talking with Bruce Kramer for my morning radio show about living in the shadow of a terminal illness, ALS, or amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, I'd begin our conversations by asking how he was. Bruce would smile and say, well, you know, I still have ALS. It became a little joke. Of course, that wasn't a good way to start a conversation, but out of habit, we all asked that question to others. How are you? Our radio series, though, wasn't about the physical horrors of his disease. It was about how to live as fully as possible in spite of loss and limitation, in spite of impending death. And we explored the big questions that surround that stage of life. So after a time, my questions became more open ended. What have you been thinking about recently?
1: God, the universe, and everything. Pretty big stuff. Pretty big stuff.
0: Bruce wasn't kidding. He was pondering life's great mysteries in the months after his retirement as the dean of the College of Education at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota. As he pointed out, he had a lot of opportunity to do that. At first, he struggled a bit with his newfound time and the loss of a professional identity. Kramer, though, had an uncanny ability to reframe a situation, looking for the possibilities it contained.
1: What I have been given the the gift of is the opportunity to say, that's not who I am. Who am I? Well, I am this person, and this person has this opportunity to connect with other people. And to listen to them, to hear their stories, to tell them my story, and hopefully in the long run, find a way for it to go a little easier for them. Now, to me, that's a good life, and I'm in a good place.
0: But as Kramer eased into a new phase of his life after leaving the university, he had to contend with more physical losses. His left hand became, as he called it, a one-finger wonder. It sometimes would work normally, and other times it would tremble or skitter across the computer keyboard, refusing to hover over the proper key. He couldn't bathe or dress himself, and eating sometimes required assistance. Friends would come to lunch every day, signing up to do so, bringing food and conversation and a focus on the outside world that Kramer enjoyed. After a time, friends were discreetly told that when they brought food— they may also need to feed Bruce as he wrote in his blog The Diseased Diary I eat lunch with friends who don't seem to mind my strengthening weakness In the few months after leaving his job Bruce Kramer marked an anniversary We talked about that on December 6th 2012
1: You know I was diagnosed 2 years ago almost to the day and that season that year it's kind of a blur now I did a lot of journaling at that time. I go back and I read my journal, and it's, it's still so raw. I, I can hardly stand to read it. Of course, what it did with my family and, and everything else that went with that. Um, last year at this time, we were just coming off of the wedding of my son and the death of his mother-in-law. Plus, we were in an apartment that wasn't ours. We were building this place. All of our stuff was in storage. And so it was another time where we were really trying to just work our way through things.
0: So it was the Christmas season of 2012 when Bruce and his family felt a bit more settled. He was looking forward to his favorite holiday. On December 20th, 2012, radio listeners heard Kramer and I talk about beginnings and endings amid the holiday season.
1: I love the music of Christmas and one of the nice things is that I'm able to listen to it a lot more because no one else is around.
0: While his wife Ev is away at work, Kramer reads, writes, and enjoys pleasures like listening to favorite pieces of music, especially music of the season. The
1: reason I like this particular one is it's very renaissance It starts with this just single soprano and it's just lovely.
0: It's been a couple of months since Bruce left his job as dean of the College of Education at St. Thomas University. He found the mix of a fast-paced position and the ever-increasing demands of ALS exhausting, so he reluctantly resigned.
1: And I, th- I think in a lot of ways I've found some, found some peace with that. It's a good thing.
0: Kramer has daily visits by friends and has had a lot of time for quiet contemplation.
1: I've been thinking a lot about um, the end game because I have to we've talked before, this is not something that goes really well if it catches you by surprise. And so there are things that I just don't want to um, have happen that might require somebody else to make a decision I'd rather make myself. For instance? Well, as one's breathing gets worse, then you have to think about uh, breathing support. And um, the breathing support that you could go toward is a ventilator. We have tremendous associations with ventilation. Uh, We think of people as being brain dead and vegetables, and, and we have all kinds of lovely little ways of characterizing their lives, although it is possible to live with a ventilator and be a reasonably happy person. But it's also a level of invasion, that um, I haven't quite come to grips with yet. Even though I don't think I'm headed toward a ventilator or even uh, breathing support for quite a while, it could happen quite easily by aspirating food or just something where the decision will get made for you. I don't want want it to seem like I'm obsessing about it. I'm not. But these are the things that I've had to think about. I feel like I should think about just for the sake of my family and myself.
0: Weighing the decisions about the future use of a ventilator or a feeding tube is something Mayo Clinic doctors have discussed with Bruce and his wife. During a visit in November, doctors talked about palliative care. It's an approach that relieves the pain and suffering of patients in all stages of a disease. A palliative care team looks at the whole patient, too, from the physical symptoms to the emotional and spiritual issues that arise out of a disease. Kramer says he was ready for the discussion, something he wrote about in his blog.
1: In August, when we were there, the questions that I raised were mostly about, how will I know that it's time to do something? And the answers that I got were sufficiently vague Because it's not that easy. It's not like there is a physical measurement, and then you say, okay, now we're going to give you a feeding tube. It doesn't work like that. That particular visit was with Dr. Sorensen, and what he said was, you know, it's probably more important for you to know what is it you want to do with the rest of your life. And then you decide what kind of treatment will help you get there. Although palliative care at first is is built around pain control, eventually you end up having to talk about how are you going to do end of life.
0: When I think palliative care, I do think end of life, and I immediately thought, does this mean that Bruce thinks he's going to die soon?
1: I have no idea. I know I'm going to die sooner than I thought I was going to die. And you know, my second anniversary of my diagnosis My third anniversary of the presentation of symptoms, you know, 50% mortality at three years in ALS. I don't think I'm there. I don't feel like I'm dying. Well, let me say that differently. I don't feel like I'm dying fast. I do feel like I'm dying. The palliative care is actually quite important. And, frankly, pain management is quite important. I do have pain, and I have pain that is hard to manage. um, I'm learning and so that's also a good thing to be talking with them about.
0: Right now those conversations take a bit of a back seat to a holiday Bruce has always loved, Christmas. Two years ago Christmas was overwhelmed by the diagnosis of ALS but this year he says there's more time to savor the spirit of the season and reflect on its meaning to his life.
1: I love to Come out and see our tree and the many things that we have from all over the world that remind me of special moments. And it's also a time for just, I think, contemplating beginnings and commencements. And um, it is uh, a time to think about, um, well, what do you want to do with the rest of this time? So the holiday has been... um, it's been very good in that respect, and I, I've enjoyed it. I have a lot of time alone, and I've enjoyed that time, and it's allowed me to come back to God, the universe, and everything, and think about that.
0: How do you contemplate beginnings in this season, Bruce, when you're also contemplating the end game?
1: You know, I don't see these things as mutually exclusive. You know, of course, my own religious background uh, uses the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, as being one and unified. And in my life, I have seen numerous times where the ending of something is the beginning, where life continues on in a new way and um, in a direction that is maybe not the direction I would have chosen, but once I'm in it, it's not a direction that I would deny. And ALS is part of that. The things I have learned through ALS, the knowledge that has been granted to me and I, I like to learn has been remarkable. So I think that it is a time of beginning even though I, as I think about beginnings I also think about endings and those endings have their own beginnings.
0: So it sounds as if you're enjoying the season.
1: I am enjoying the season and I really hope that everyone has the opportunity to enjoy it with um, the way that I have done it. I've, it's been such a gift to be able to just sit and contemplate and um, not worry about shopping. <laughs> I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not going there. So <laughs> and just to think about what a blessed time it is. So, yes, I wish everyone that same opportunity.
0: Happy holidays.
1: Happy holidays. Thank you.
0: That was from a radio interview I did with Bruce Kramer of Minneapolis, Minnesota, in December of 2012. Bruce saw a few more Christmases before his death in March of 2015. In our next installment of Living While Dying, an ALS story, Bruce Kramer started 2013 with some disappointing news. A much-anticipated drug for ALS patients failed to live up to its promise.